The Coin Week podcast is brought to you by PCGS, the professional coin grading service. Win money and numismatic glory by being the first to submit W Mint America the Beautiful Quarters. The hunt is on for the final three issues of this year. Visit www.pcgs.com to learn more. Hi, Rob. Thank you for joining me on the Coin Week podcast. Thank you for having me, Charles. It's a pleasure. You've been a busy man. Not only have you been working behind the scenes to make the industry a better place for coin dealers and collectors, but you probably achieved one of the most impressive marketing feats that the coin collecting hobby has had in a generation with the Great American Coin Hunt. So first, I'd like to congratulate you on that. And second, I'd like to take your pulse and see how you feel about what's been accomplished here. Well, I think it's been a lot of fun. I think that we kind of struck on some magic just by uh, finding something that, that got the entire numismatic community excited, from dealers to publishers to promoters to, sh- you know, to show promoters to, um, to, to essentially everybody. And I think that we, you know, the plan from the beginning was to get everybody excited across the community and not, not in a way that, that, uh, that they couldn't participate in because there's all sorts of promotions every now and then about, uh, you know, a million dollar coin that sells or, or even something that, um, that is, is maybe more negative about the industry. But this is something that literally everybody can participate in from, uh, show promoters to coin shops to collectors, um, you know, and even the U.S. Mint was excited to participate in the way that they could. And I think it, it we just, we just, hit on some magic that um, excited people. Um, you know, we kind of, in the beginning, we, we joked about getting into mainstream media. We always thought it was uh, possible to do, although we didn't fully expect it to happen because um, it's just very difficult to break through the mainstream. Um, but this, as far as the end goal to get into mainstream media like the Today Show, was was the ultimate goal, and I'm glad that it happened the way it did. We're going to be posting this podcast up literally today. It's Thursday, and you're at the Central States Numismatic Society show in Schaumburg, Illinois. It is one of the most important coin shows of the calendar year. So explain to those who may not know exactly what it is that we're talking about. What is the Great American Coin Hunt, and why did you feel that it was important to raise awareness about the hobby of coin collecting to those outside of our community? So the Great American Coin Hunt was an uh, initiative to encourage collectors and dealers across the nation to start putting some coins back in circulation because I realized and many of us realized that, you know, we're Gen Xers. So, you know, it's, it's, it's something that finding rare coins in circulation was, was literally something that, that we have not lived to see so it was all you know all the rare coins and silver coins came before us and we just didn't have a chance to see that stuff so i thought it would be exciting to to give us give us the opportunity to to see those rare coins and the buzz on the floor at central states is pretty amazing actually i mean people are super excited about it um everybody's participating in it uh you know we're this is sort of coincidentally becoming ground zero for the great american coin hunt because everybody is here, and it is National Coin Week right now. 
Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of coins spent in this area. I think overall, you know, there were so many things that lined up perfectly for this year particularly to make this successful. One of them was Easter. Uh, one of them was National Coin Week. The fact that we have a, a big show during National Coin Week that um, most of our roundtable dealers were going to be that we attend anyways. This is one of the shows that we all attend. And um, I, I just think everything lined up perfectly. What material have you put into circulation? I've put in a lot. I've put in uh, a lot of currency, a lot of Red Seal 5s, Blue Seal 10s, um, Buffalo Nickels, and not just spending them, scattering them where I could. Uh, we donated um, 100 eggs, no, 200 eggs that had 10 coins each to a local real estate, uh, you know, a neighborhood manager who manages dozens of um, neighborhoods in the Atlanta area. So they reached out, they saw the program, and they said they wanted to participate in the coin hunt. So we donated a bunch of eggs. We filled the eggs ourselves with shredded money and coins and, and promotional uh, notes about the event. And we slipped a couple of those hologram tokens in there, and we donated them. And it was so easy for us to do, spend a few hours loading the eggs, and then the the real estate company puts them out to you know so all the kids can find them and um, some of those holograms are actually starting to come back I'm hearing from other dealers have you heard anything from collectors uh, maybe early attendees at the Central State show or or collectors from the grassroots about the impact of this event so to, so I have heard a lot from collectors and the collectors I think are the ones that they were the driving force of this entire uh, program because they jumped on first before anybody else jumped on. Um, they were excited about it from the, from day one. This is back in January when we decided to start doing this. Uh, so I hear all sorts of collectors super excited about it on social media. Um, here at the show, obviously it's dealer, you know, it's kind of early, so the collectors aren't here yet. But I think that there's going to be a buzz from the collectors as well. But the buzz from the dealers at this show is, is already, I mean, it's, it's really all anybody is talking about right now. Uh, the Mint, of course, is now under new leadership. It's the first time in a generation that the United States Mint has had a Mint director. Uh, and uh, this has given the Mint, I think, the latitude to reach out to Treasury and to uh, ask to do new things, of course. We had the W Mint sent that the Mint included in the 2019 proof sets. Uh, and I think uh, we are aware that there will be a reverse proof uh, version of that coin uh, issued later. Uh, but the real exciting news for collectors was the release of the 2019 W Mint Quarters, 2 million of each design, uh, which have been and will be released into circulation alongside regular P and D Mint coins. Tell me if you can, uh, if you're at the liberty to do so, uh, uh, about the United States Mint and its connection to the Great American Coin Hunt. That was exciting. I mean, the Mint has been teasing a circulating rarity uh, for what, maybe a year or more. Uh, Director Ryder is is really um, he's going to be a, a a force, uh, you know, in numismatics moving forward because he is the perfect guy to be in that position for numismatists and collectors. Um, they reached out. Actually, I looked back at our first post was January fifteenth. Uh, they reached out at the end of January um, and said that hey, we're working on a program um, that I think will go well with this. We'd like to align it with your program because I think they ended up um, really trying to move it up. I, I think that maybe they planned it for the following year or maybe later in the year, but they did reach out. Uh, I was excited to get that phone call and surprised to get that phone call, especially that early in the event. 
And they said, you know, we're all behind this 100%. We want to be part of this. This is great. And uh, we're going to be uh, putting out a coin to coincide with your event. And that, and that was exciting. And I'm glad that it was a um, it was a low mintage uh, date mint mark combination. Um, I think that was key to making it successful versus, uh, you know, varieties or, or some other um, type of a coin. Um, the fact that it was a low mintage um date mint mark combination was super cool. And then on top of that, that it was the first time they released a West Point coin into circulation. Uh, again, I think that plays back to um, all the tumblers lining up perfectly and everything everything being perfect to, to do this program this year. Do you have any insight as to whether the men is going to continue uh, making uh, W Mint quarters in 2020? Obviously, they're, you know, they're releasing the other the other quarters for the series. I do know that they're working on all sorts of creative programs um, moving forward. Uh, they, they've got them in place. Um, they share, you know, they share with me little, I would say, you know, uh, and that may, you know, that's, that's understandable. Uh, but I do know they're working on some cool programs. Uh, as far as specifics, I don't have many or any specifics on exactly what they're working on. Um, but I think that is, that, uh, that it's going to be exciting. Um, it's going to be hard to top the uh, the excitement of, of the 2019 W quarter, but um, I think with the right team in place, with TB Johnson and, and Director Ryder and those guys, I think that uh, I think that there's a real opportunity to keep the momentum going. And I'm certainly going to try to keep the momentum going. I don't know if we're going to do the Great American Coin Hunt next year, um, but I would like to at least keep the momentum going all summer as far as. Uh, these coins trickling out through circulation leading up to the summer ANA. Um, I think we've got, um, we've still got some work ahead of us for the great American coin hunt for 2019. Before I get to that, uh, have you found, uh, any WMA quarters in change? Uh, I know we've looked, we've found none yet. Um, have you seen any come to you via the secondary market? I have not, you know, I really wanted to get in on the, on, on, on the, on the hunt as far as that goes. Being a dealer, I wanted to get, you know, I wanted to go search roles and find roles and sell the roles and make a profit. Somebody put in a, a you know, kind of a, a post that kind of hit home. His name is Tony Lopez. Um, he was he put up a post uh, a couple weeks ago that said, hey, you know, this 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 is supposed to be about coin collectors hunting coins, wire dealers um, profiting on them. Um, I don't, I don't hold anything against the dealers for profiting on them, but myself, I was like, yeah, that, that, that kind of makes sense. And especially being, you know, kind of the one that was driving this program, um, I, I, I do feel like it's not my place to do that. Although I am, so I, on top of that, I did go look and I couldn't find any. Um, I looked, I went to a couple of banks and then, you know, I saw that post and said, I'm not going to look for any more. But here at Central States, I think I'm going to try to grab, um, maybe 10 rolls just for my kids to search. So that, so they, so I haven't seen any personally. A couple of people have donated them for, um, causes that we have. I haven't seen any come from circulation, but I'm going to go get some just so my kids can participate in, in what will be looked at, uh, looked back at as a historic event in numismatics for sure. I just want them to be a part of it. Although it's usually been the case that uh, coin dealers may not be all that enthusiastic about buying mass-produced modern material from collectors, especially if there's no bullion element to it, um, I guarantee you that there are plenty of dealers that will be more than happy to take those W-Mint quarters off your hands right now. 
uh, on eBay. Uh, we follow this market uh, pretty closely. And examples are selling uh, for upwards of $100 a piece for raw examples, more so for certified ones. Uh, Jim and Better have been selling for hundreds, if not uh, $1,000 or more. So for the time being, there is a buzzing aftermarket for these coins. And this is the first time in recent memory that, and again, because of the great American coin hunt and because of the U.S. Mint, that people can genuinely look at their change and find something valuable. There's a couple things there that I want to touch on. And one is there's a lot of dealers um, pushing back a little bit on this event, you know, saying this is modern stuff, mathematics. Um, I think they're missing the point. I mean, you know, it, it, there's something to be said about manufactured rarities and, and, and um, you know, are not true numismatics. I think that's missing the entire point. I think the point here is to encourage uh, the Mint to produce products that are worth looking for, uh, encourage collectors and dealers to give back to the hobby and make a true investment. I mean, we are making a real investment in this, um, in the future of numismatics by doing this because all of these coins we're spending are worth considerably more than face value. Uh, some people are pushing back saying, um, you know, they're really just kind of getting rid of, getting rid of their junk and, and things like that. But if you start doing the math on a buffalo nickel even, you put out, put out a thousand buffalo nickels, um, the face value uh, is is fifty dollars. Well, you can sell those coins for three hundred and fifty dollars or more. Um, so, for somebody to put out a thousand buffalo nickels, they're, that's an investment. They're making an investment that they are not personally going to see a gain from, but but the hobby as a whole will see a gain from long term. Um, so, I think that it's easy to look at it as a as you know, it's easy to look at it in, in a negative light, but when you stop and start doing the math, even the mint, ten million coins, right? Face value, two point five million dollars. They could have sold these coins. They could have made a hundred million dollars by selling these coins instead of spent essentially spending them at face value at two point five million. Um, so they made a true investment um, in the future as well, with 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 the only gain be, gain being uh, on there and being publicity. But you know, I think overall. The hobby wins, and that's what's important. Well, I 100% agree with you. I was talking to a friend of mine, a well-informed friend, someone who's connected with the publicity machine of the coin industry and has been so for the past 20 or 30 years. There is something that the coin industry doesn't do, he says, that the Wisconsin dairy farmers do or the California raisin growers, and that is to have an industry-wide marketing budget that promotes not the individual businesses within our industry, but the hobby as a whole. This is what made the Great American Coin Hunt so cool, is that it, it's been a collaborative effort on the part of the hobby stakeholders to plant the seeds for future collectors. And the publicity that has been brought to bear for it is invaluable. I mean, you were on the Today Show talking about coins. Think about it. How much money would an ad running during that program cost to air? And an ad, as we know, would be much less interesting than actually an on-air segment. And it benefits our entire community that you get to go on the air to talk about collecting coins and looking in your change to find valuable coins. And to that extent, I wanna congratulate you and thank you. Through your efforts, you're truly becoming a great leader in our industry. And um, my second point, uh, I wanna see the Great American Coin Hunt return year after year. It doesn't cost much, like you said. And based off the success of this year's event, I can't imagine 
that next year couldn't be bigger with even more participation and even more valuable coins being released into circulation. Exactly. I think I think we are destined to create hundreds of new coin collectors. I've said that our hobby is small enough um, that we only need a few thousand coin collectors and, and a couple hundred more dealers, and maybe those numbers aren't exactly right, but I think the point is that if we can create some new ones over the next, Five or ten years. I mean, this whole thing was a long game strategy. It wasn't meant to, you know, revive the industry by 2020. I think the kids that are finding these coins, you know, you get a couple hundred kids that find a coin in circulation, and if you can get ten of those to be real numismatists when they grow up in ten years, that's that's a win for everybody. Um, as far as running this program every year, I think that we need to up the ante every year. If we're going to do it next year. Um, we need to up the ante and make it and make it even more engaging. We need more dealers involved, um, strategizing, coming up with ideas on how to how to keep it fresh and exciting. Maybe we do it. Uh, maybe do something like this around Christmas because I think it's a feel good story that that the media would pick up, being something that happens around Christmas time and you know do it around National Coin Week, obviously because that's 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 um, a, a great uh, program that's been around for. For decades, um, uh, you know, so I think that um, I think that we need to strategize, strategize about how to do this next year. And this whole program, I think, in real dollars, we probably got less than five or ten grand into it, plus our time. You know, it was really it was really a program that that was um, organic in nature. And and um, once we started it, the 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 momentum took off right away, and, and really. Like I said, the collectors that shared it on on Reddit and, and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and it kind of took on a life of its own, which um, I think was key to it being successful. Well, Rob, again, thank you for doing this and uh, taking the time to join us on the Coin Week podcast. Uh, have a great show this week. Uh, and you know you can go to bed knowing that you've made a huge impact on the hobby and you uh, continue to do so every day. Thank you, Charles. I appreciate it. And, and Coin Week, I appreciate Coin Week and everything they've done to help promote it. You know, the, the articles that you guys have put out uh, were, were, again, integral in the, in the success of the entire thing. And that's what I mean by uh, everyone being involved in some way uh, created the perfect storm for, for what's happened. And, and uh, so thank you for everything that you do as well. All right. Thanks, Rob. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. Remember, you can download more than 110 episodes of the Coin Week podcast, The Industry Standard, on the iTunes Store for free. You can also stream it online on our YouTube channel. For Coin Week, I'm editor Charles Morgan. Until next time, happy collecting.